Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. And the Ten Toes Up Gang. And that's you. And the Nasty Boys. And that's you. And the Crimson Capsule. And that's you. And the MGTOW. And that's you. And the Passport Bros. And that's you. And everybody in here. And that's you. And the dating coaches. And that's you. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel and the Monk Mode. And that's you. And welcome to Monday Night Roski, the longest-running episodic program here on YouTube. We appreciate y'all for being here. We are already Liddy in the building. Uh, we got a great show today. Man robbed on Tinder date. All right, look, man, already. All right, my man robbed on Tinder date. And we're going to talk about a wife, a therapist, a sexologist, a sexologist that has moved her boyfriend in with her husband and her two kids <laughs> okay wow and shout out to the ladies the feet picture gang in the building and shout out to all the married women who got permission you know to watch me today because i know you guys need significant permission from yeah you need yeah dude my favorite part of that clip is the cackling uh curries the cackling curries. Yes. When they cackling, yeah, 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 The cackling curries. Oh my goodness, they so goofy. They kind of like kids, man. Sometimes they like children. Sometimes. All right, isn't that interesting? They, they want to be super mature. Men, women mature faster than men. And then all of a sudden. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, women mature more faster than men. <laughs> that damn Aisha Curry. I can't stop looking at her, man. Just like children sometimes, man. They kind of play both sides of the fence. They want to be, we're mature, we're working, I'm in my work uniform, and then they get home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a crazy thing here, man. Anyway, man, shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to the ladies. You get permission from your husband. And uh, do me a favor. Hit the like button while we're in here. This will be probably an hour, 15-minute show, so you can get back to the National No Fun League out here. Injuries are piling up on teams, and, you know, positions are going to be different after the bye week. But, uh, yeah, man, we got a great show. Uh, let me go ahead and roll. Let me just go ahead and roll this. Wait a minute. That's the subject right there. Sexologist moves her boyfriend in with her husband. Uh. And also, and also, let me tell you how to acknowledge to, uh, or contribute to today's show. It is dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App. It is Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. It is also, also uh, the next fixed league. It is also uh, PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. Uh, maybe one of these days I'm going to go in on sports. Oh, by the way, by the way, let me just talk about speaking of sports. All right, you know, I got the sports channel over there. Um, I just released my first pseudo somewhat documentary i meant to share this with you guys let me see if i can find it i tried to pull it up and then my computer crashed <laughs> i was like damn right as i was about to go on i was like oh let me show them this crash let me go over to uh right here so you guys can see this uh i'm starting to do on my gaming sports channel it's mostly going to be sports 
is um, I'm doing these documentaries where, you know, I'm pretty much doing the vo voiceover and I'm talking about breakups, marriages, paternity fraud, paternity tests um, of athletes. Basically, we we give the first part of the documentary and they're about eight to 10 minutes long. First part of the documentary, I'm telling you how this person became a naturally gifted individual. I just did the divorce and finesse of Kevin Garnett. And uh, we talk about how they did so well to become top MVP, top caliber players. They won awards. And then meanwhile, on the back end of their lives, you had people finessing them for money. You had um, divorces, paternity issues, child support. And so we, we talk about that part of their lives. And then if they've had a later part of their lives where they had the rise and fall, where they're back on the rise, we'll we'll talk about that if there's a rise. So this is going to be a good study. This is basically where the channel is going to go. I've been one. I was I planned on doing this in April, but then they demonetized my sports channel. Like it was weird. I was like ready to go, ready to do these and all that stuff. But um, I'm starting to do those now. I'm excited about those. I actually like doing that work and the editing and all that stuff. And I don't have to appear on camera. I can just do the script, the voiceover, and my son does the clips. He does probably seventy percent of the clips. And so he pulls them down, downloads them. And then I got, he's got a job now. My son's got a job. My son's got a job. Is the PayPal link cor correct? Uh, let me see here. Uh, should be. Hmm. PayPal.me backslash coach Greg Adams. H yeah, it should be. I'll pin it up there. If you have trouble, let me know. Let me see. Yeah, that's the one. Yep, that's the one. So anyway, my son's got a job now. I pay him to do uh, these clips, and then I pull up the player. I do the script. I do the voiceover. And so now I'm doing voiceover work. <laughs> I'm doing voiceover work now, which is not easy. I'm going to let y'all know right now. It's not easy to do. It sounds easy, but it ain't. Uh, I'm more of an impromptu speaker. As you guys know, reading is not my strong suit. So for me to have scripts, I have to basically be able to improvise and give the energy the way I can do it when I do impromptu speaking, which is my strength. That's my strength. All right. Reading scripts and voiceovers, not my strength. So, uh, but I'm trying to do it and it's going to get better. I'm going to get better. I'm going to grow at it and I'm going to have fun. So what are we doing here? What are we doing? Oh, did I give the PayPal link? Oh, by the way, if you want to see in the super chat, go over this to the notorious CGA channel. Uh, we, it's going to be tough getting jobs now. I don't know if you know, we're in layoff season. So, uh, boy, your rent's due, motherfucker. We're in layoff season. I showed my brothers that were on the Money Mindset group last night, and I'll put the replay up sometime this week. Uh, we we had an exploration of layoff season. It's layoff season, man. And you guys don't know, a lot of companies are laying people off, and it's real hush-hush. It's real hush-hush. And it's not even an epidemic yet. And once it reaches epidemic status, then you're going to hear about it. But you heard it here first. You heard it here first. We are in layoff season. People are getting laid off right now as we speak. Okay. Somebody says now this bank is going out of business. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it's it's going to get weird. And we're heading into the holidays. And you got layoffs in the holidays. It's going to be yikes. And not only are there layoffs, there's hiring freezes. So you have that. And that's normally going to precede a layoff. So when companies start saying we're going to freeze hiring, here comes layoffs. And then you also have another thing that goes along with it, which is quiet quitting. So that's going to all be things that's going to really affect the economy coming up here very soon. And if people don't have money and money to spend into the economy, the economy is going to suffer. 
and that's going to keep you in a recession. So we're just on the early parts of this. And I know people don't like my sociopolitical, but I've been on point with this. And this is just one more uh, hatchet chop by the barbarian. This is just another hatchet chop by the bar barbarian. That's where we are in this country. And it's going to be some dark. If you want to use cold winters by Kevin, there's going to be some cold ass winters coming up. I would say definitely this winter and then going into next winter. So get it up. Get ready. This is the great. This is this is the great new, 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 new world order. Barbarian is here. All right. I know people tell you're wrong. And here I go again being right. I know y'all hate that. All right. Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Yes, it is cuffing season. It's going to be move-in season in a minute. The CGA 30 for 30. Yeah, that is like a 30 for 30 documentary. It is. So um, never thought about that, but you're right. Shout out to Rational Rationality over on the Super Chats. Let's see if I can get a Super Chat flash up on the screen so y'all know it's real. <laughs> y'all like, there's no Super Chats. Well, there it is. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I lost it. It's gone. Oh, uh, yep, it's gone. Shout out to... Um, where are we at here? We're on uh, Rational Irrationality says, I had a girl get mad at me for never calling her back. She claims she's a hippie who wants to save Earth. I told her I recycled her. Price is wrong. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Price is wrong. All right. Uh, Checkmate says, MID called you negative gloom and doom on his YouTube live. M-I-D? I'm not even familiar who that person is. All right, M -I Mid. All right, Mid called me Doom It. <laughs> Bro, what? <laughs> here we go right here. New, 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 new world order. I don't know who Mid is, but um, I'm glad he watches. Thank you very much. Listen, I mean, he watches me. I don't watch him. Hold up. <laughs> you guys go and see where optimism is. <laughs> M-I-D. Shout out to MID for watching me. Very good. I appreciate him. Um, I've never heard of you, so I don't really know what to look at. So I don't know. He apparently has a live stream that somebody has looked into that I really don't know what's going on here. But doom and gloom, CGA. But I tend to be right. I tend to be right. So I don't know. Hold on for a second. MID? Wait a minute. Who are you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who that person is. All right. Somebody says muddle, mu muddle, muddle. Hold on for a second. Wait a minute. Middle, Who middle. His name is middle. M M D L middle. Wait a minute. Who are you? Never heard of him. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen the channel. I mean, he's a, a couple of people seem to know who he is. Not sure who that is. All right. But don't send nobody over here trying to chase clout on the CGA channel over here. We the real deal. And no mid is getting no, <laughs> no mid is getting no action on my show. Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> Would that be the person here? Is mid here? Maybe that's mid. Shout out to mid. Uh, appreciate you for being here. Wait a minute. Who are yeah, you? I don't know who that person is. All right. Go ahead and check. Go ahead and check. Go ahead and check how many subs they got. If it ain't 511, they don't matter. Wait a minute. Who are you? Oh, okay, yeah. All right, somebody said he got 25,000 subscribers or something like that. Yeah. Wait a minute. Who are you? 
I don't know who that is. All right. Anyway, shout out to uh, Cheap Drum Hacks says uh, the trolls are out here, coach. He says hate always comes from below. Step over that pile of ish and keep it moving. Wait a minute. Who are you? Who? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, moving on to more important things. All right. Tell me when would y'all look. Hey, tell me when J Logan Paul. This is me, please. You guys know how it works. I want Logan Paul. I want, you know what I'm saying? I want Jake Paul. I want PS, what is his name? KSI. I want Ken, K, Kai Sinai. Anybody in this, look, if anybody in this manosphere ain't on my level. I mean, there ain't many even close to my level. All right, so stop bringing these lowball ass, goofy ass people that I'm not even subscribed to over here. Please bring some real people over here. Stop bringing them people. Now, they might be important to you, but they're very unimportant to me. This is CGA you talking about. This is CGA. Have you not checked? Check my statistics. Check my statistics and then check theirs and see. I want one Mr. Beast. I want Joe Rogan dissing me. I want Jordan Peterson dissing me. I want Andrew Tate dissing me. Check my statistics. My worst channels are better. I got, I got a channel I, I got a channel that's my eighth largest channel, and it's bigger than some of these people coming over here y'all telling me about. <laughs> Come on. My eighth largest channel is bigger than them. Wait a minute. Who are you? And I don't even post over there. I got over 300,000 subscribers. Come on, man, on this platform. Stop bringing people that can compete with my eighth largest channel. Wait a minute. <laughs> check the check the statistics. All right, stop. Can y'all get some people over here to this me that make some make some like some sense here? Can I get Jake Paul? Give me give me somebody that matters on YouTube. <laughs> All right, look, man. I just have to sometimes reel you back in. You know what I mean? Y'all guys think I'm regular all here, just a regular red pill guy. Come on, man. Now, if Joker does a, a, a heel turn on me, let me know. You know what I mean? Let me know. I want to know. But me and Joker are cool. You know what I mean? We're good. If Joker heel turns on me, then that would be news I would need to know. I'd be like, what did I do to Joker? <laughs> like, what did I do to him? I would want to know that. Nobody named Mid. You know what I mean? Let me know when the Hodge twins brings me up. Let me know when Abbott and Preach does a video on me. Let me know. Hey, did you see Abbott and Preach did a million views on you? Oh, man, I want to know then. Let me know when ABL or somebody does a video on me. Okay, oh, ABL, he's got a million subscribers. That would be significant. Mm. <laughs> and when is Joe Rogan dissing me today? Come on, man. You know, it's calling on the Noir going in on me. Vlad TV. That's, that's what I want to know about. Vlad TV just said, I'm going to diss CGA today. Okay, he's got three million subs. I, I'm interested. I'm in. <laughs> And I'm gonna I'm gonna make a diss video on Vlad. It's pretty simple. But y'all bring in over people like who? Mid? I don't know. Wait a minute. Who are you? Now you wasting my time. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. All right. I hey, next time y'all do that, I'm deleting you. All right. Next time you do that, you giving them free sign. Yeah, let me know when Biden gets in on me. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. <laughs> 
All right. Anyway, do y'all go on their channel and say, Coach Greg, do you go on Soft White Underbelly's channel and be like, hey, that Coach Greg Adams sharing your video, he dissing you. Do you go over there and do that? Y'all didn't go over there on Kevin Samuels' videos and do that, did y'all? Not one time. But y'all want to bring these nobodies over here. Y'all want to bring nobodies over here to distract my damn show. Do y'all go on other people's big pocket when they got 50, 11 times their subscriber base and people have heard of them. They're a household name. I'm literally a household name. I can't go anywhere without being recognized. I go to a hockey game, recognized Raiders game, recognized. I go outside, go to the gas station, recognized. I'm a recognizable household name and y'all bringing in knuckle draggers. Go on their show, go on people with million subscribers and then mention my name. Can y'all do that? Do y'all go on Fresh and Fit and be like, CGA is here? No. <laughs> yeah, I want Steven Crowder dissing me. I want them to do a story, and then they'd be like, did you see Lotto with Crowder? Oh, hell no. I didn't see it. What happened? Oh, he was dragging you. Okay. <laughs> I don't want no oxygen thieves and mouth breathers out here, man. Do y'all know who I am? Do you know who I am? I know we like cool and all. But I got to let y'all know, you, you, you're messing. I'm in the big time. I'm in the big leagues now. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm in the front row. People up in the cheap seats and the nosebleeds. Do you see where I sit in the, in, the, in the football games? Do you see where I sit in the football games? I'm not in the cheap seats. Well, I was last night, but I wasn't normally not in the cheap seats. I'm in the front row. These people in the cheap seats and you got them booing me up here. Boo! I can't hear. I'm on the field. I'm on the field playing, and you're telling me about the 400 section booing me. I'm on the field. I'm in the 100 section. I'm on the 50-yard line looking. <laughs> hey, go, go, to my, go to my Instagram. Go to my Instagram. Every game I'm at, I'll be on the, I'm in the front row. Hey, man, this guy in the 400 section, he's got something to say about you. Wait a minute. You. All right, let me stop, man. Hey, look. <laughs> oh, man. Did you? Yeah, he said, did you forget who I am? I'm Optimus Prime. Stop. I hate to do this to you, but really, man, you're talking about small potatoes here. We in the big leagues over here. We in the big leagues. Everybody understand. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> we're all right, anyway, where are we at here? Uh, shout out to uh, Lion Empire Legal. He says, recovering from a broken rib. Cannot watch your channel. You're way too funny. Oh, man, shout out to you. And shout out to that damn quarterback from the Chargers. You and him got them damn tender ribs in the building. All right, appreciate that. Uh, shout out to you. Let's see here. Uh, where are we at here? And no disrespect to people. You know what I mean? Keep doing what you're doing. If you a small channel, I got small channels too. Keep doing what you're doing. Shout out to Leaf in the building. Thank you, sir, for being here. Double J is in the building. J is in the building. Appreciate you for your support. And then Mr. Reggie is in the building. He says, wait a minute. That's not what you said. I got money. Padron 26. All right. He's smoking big. Never mind. Get well to my brothers with the cracked ribs, man. Cracked ribs are no joke. And I'm going to just tell you, I've never had cracked ribs, but I've known since I've worked in athletics, I've known um, people to have cracked ribs and it's not, they're not comfortable. They're not comfortable. Just breathing. And of course, trying to laugh. Yeah, no bueno. I hope you didn't fall 
uh, on that one. Shout out to Ronald in the building. He says CGA is funny as hell when the 304 buys you some socks and underwear, then starts thinking she's doing something. Yep. I bought you socks, underwear, ties, all of these things. I gave you a Father's Day gift. I actually put your kids together and we put together a nice gift package for you. What did you get me? Some draws? <laughs> Man, please. All right, I don't want no draws. Let's get back in here, man. Let's get back in here. Shout out to the brothers who got cracked ribs, man. No bueno. It is no fun. All right, where are we at here? Uh, Whoa, no, that's story number two. Let's go to story number one. Sexologist moves her boyfriend in with her husband and kids. All right, a sexologist. All right, so here we are with these careers. Man, almighty. So I could focus on my career. Okay, uh, these careers, now all of a sudden when they get careers, they get to do their own, they get to take the conversation going this way. So this is going into the polyamory. This is going into the conversation of now these professionals get to say they're a professional at something. They get a certification. I don't care what degree and certification she she got. It doesn't matter to me. All right, people are like, well, she has a degree. She, she has a degree. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Do you know there's women that have PhDs getting booty naked on Instagram and OnlyFans right now? Mm. Booty naked. All right, that degree means nothing. There's booty naked PhDs. All right, I've come across their profiles and it's been like Dr. So-and-so PhD and her booty out, whole booty. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, well, I guess that career is not working for me. So I could focus on my career. Means nothing. So I don't care what degree she has. She can call herself a sexologist. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what you call yourself. Let's go ahead and see if we can bring up this particular story. And um, let me see. For some reason. Oh, yeah, I can see it. And there's a sponsorship by Subaru. Shout out to Subaru. The slowest drivers on the road. They going to obey all the traffic laws in that damn Subaru. Right. So Subaru, you just got some free shine, just like somebody tried to give a YouTube content creator free shine around here. All right. We don't give free shine away away over here. You got to pay to play, pay to play. All right. Tell them, tell mid to go send me some money. I got money. All right. It says a leading Australian sexologist has opened up. <laughs> She's opened up about living until recently under the same roof as her husband, there's two sons and her boyfriend. Go ahead and I don't know. Am I being is this is this doom and gloom again? <laughs> or here we go. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. She's opened up on this week's episode of the Parenthood Podcast. Tamika Wilder. Okay, her name is Tamika. <laughs> so let's just assume that she's a sister and there she is she's a mulatto sister too sister you been on my mind sister and she got dread knocks and all of that boy she a mess and she got a bull nose ring lord have mercy where's the tattoos that's all she missing mm. this is just crazy all right Tamika Wilder, yeah, you wild and all right, who was based in the Byron Shire and, I don't know where that is in Australia, and through her work as a sex coach, helps mums who want to reconnect their uh, sexuality, their sensuality, joy, and pleasure, told host Megan Kelly, or Maggie Kelly, <laughs> damn, is that the is that the bootleg version of Megan Kelly? Her name is Maggie Kelly, and there's no better name, Australian name, than Maggie. 
All right, that's almost Irish. Hey, Maggie. Hey, what's going on with these? What's going on with these ads, man? All right, Maggie Kelly. She told Maggie Kelly about what some might view as an unconventional living situation. Now, the reason why I'm telling you these stories, because here again, they're promoting some sort of polyamory. They're promoting some sort of situation where the women discover who they really are. And it's in opposition of what we've been told. We've been told that we were the perverts. We were told that we uh, couldn't keep it in our pants. We were told that having multiple partners was not possible. You can't love more than one person. But of course, once they get the advantage, once they have feminism, once they start getting degrees in jobs. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language. Okay, once they start getting the advantage. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Now, guess what? Oh, you know what? I can't keep it in my pants either. And you shouldn't judge me. Okay, what about the, all the times where we were judged because we can't keep it in our pants and we had high body counts? They were calling us, you You probably got the dirty Don Johnson. Oh, you nasty. Oh, you dirty Johnson having. But now they out there in these streets. In these streets. Oh, it's wonderful. I've connected to my spirit and I teach mums. She's out there teaching wives to connect to their sensualism. And now she's going to have her, your wife showing up at the door talking about, I'm not happy. <laughs> Can I have a boyfriend move in with me? This is who you're. Man, I tell you, this is absolutely reprehensible. It says right here, when I met the father of my two kids. Wait a minute. She says, when I met the father of my two kids, you mean. Yeah, when I met the father of my two kids, one of the one of the first sentences that came out of my mouth was, yes, I want to be with you and it won't be just you the 37 year old recalled again the hypocrisy of this of course when men have wanted to do this we were nasty we were cult leaders we couldn't it, it's just reprehensible now they're framing this as a love story they're framing this as a freaking love story do you see the hypocrisy in this all right and it says right here it was very clear from the beginning of our relationship that i had a polyamorous or an open relative uh, open relating values and that was something that was a non-negotiable in terms of my relating style now just so you guys know uh most men in this in this situation shout out to the brother with the baby over there all right most men in this situation are going to just take the deal all right because many times it's hard for us men to all find women so if a woman says well you know it's not just going to be me he he figures he's going to benefit from the situation and he's not um, and so he'll go ahead and agree, even though it's not favorable to him. It's not going to be favorable to him. It's going to be favorable to her only, not to him. And this is going to call into a lot of questions here. So it says right here. And, and so the, the kind of flung us, wait. And so that kind of flung us into a world of not fully understanding of what that meant at the time. Mm. And it really seemed that, uh, seemed like more. Freedom and agility we gave each other the closer and closer we became, which is true. I can understand that. So now you're saying, hey, you can be with whoever you want. And then when you have that, not not when you have that option, you don't tend to seek out other partners. OK, I, I can understand where she's coming from there. After the birth of her and Harry's two sons and almost 11 years of being together in that way, Tamika met Rob at a 2018 festival in northern NSW. I don't know what that means, but it's somewhere in Australia in the northern NSW. Mm. 
And there he is right there. There's Rob. Hey, where's the uh, where's the divestor group here? I don't care about interracial dating, but for some people, this might be an issue. All right. Right there. Y'all see that? All right. I don't care. But anyway, I met this person who's my partner now. And I came back home to the father of my kids. Let me just clear this up so you can keep track. So New South Wales. All right. That's New South Wales. Thought she said Australia. Okay, all right. I don't know where it is. Never, ne never really enjoyed that area myself yet. Let me see if I can keep track here. Okay. And I came back to the father of my kids and I told him all about this person that I had met. And I'd say, I'm not willing to not see this person again. She said, I am not willing to not see this person again. There's something there with us and it's a thread that I want to follow, she said. Wow. End quote. And so Rob and I kept relating long distance for a while. And then he eventually moved down to Melbourne and into our family home. This is a bait and switch. Kind of not a bait and switch because she actually she actually says they were in an open relationship from the beginning. Tamika made clear that it didn't happen overnight. Describing Rob's transition into the household as a gradual process. Holy macro. This world is going cuckoo, bruh. It says right here, quote, I love, I think we actually hang out with the kids once or twice on our own. And then the two dads hang out on their own. And then it would be all five of us. And we just kind of stepped in it gradually, she said. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are we doing? Listen, there's there they are right there. Oh, my God. Sipping ain't easy, bro. Hey, I can't do this. I can't do this. Now, if I, I can mess with a girl that can do this, but I even if I was robbed, I would not move into their house. Hell no. Somebody going to get stabbed. It was, as, is, it was also important, she explained, that she, Rob, and Harry have lots of conversations. Oh, great. Led by you. I'm sure these conversations are somewhat awkward. Well, the communication in the open relating process piece is huge. A lot of people find it quite exhausting. What a shock. If you got to be really on top of it, making sure that you're digging into the sands or the unsaid, the unsaid, and then really speaking to what you, your needs are. And that's not, you're not overriding your boundaries. <laughs> Fucking word salad. Sorry. And really taking care of yourself and each other. It's a lot. Okay. I'll try it again. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Whew. There's a lot of word salad here. This I feel like Kamala Harris now. I feel like Kamala Harris trying to say this shit. The communication in the open relating piece is huge. A lot of people find it quite exhausting, and you got to be on top of it, making sure that you're digging into the unsaids, the unsaids, and really speaking to what your needs are or that you're not overriding your boundaries and really taking care of yourself and each other. It's a lot. Um, Anyone know what that means? Anybody? What in the hell is she talking about, bro? Hey, Martin, bro. What the hell is she talking about, bro? Anybody know what the hell she... Unsaids? The unsaids. Hey, ladies, anybody know what this shit means? What is she talking about? What else she got to say? What All y'all need to say is y'all fornicating. That's it. And you got to be not jealous. 
and constantly communicated about it. Says Tamika said that during the time all five of them were under the same roof, the house took on a life of its own. Well, it's just the same as a regular relationship, but with extra people. There were some days we look at each other like, oh, my God, this is awesome, she said. <sighs> What's up with this dog? Hey, these adverts, man, I can't take it. Hey, man. Hey, 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 ladies. Who's in? Are there any ladies in the chat right now? Isn't this some bullshit? Like, we literally would have been doing this like crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we were all for this. But if we would have brought it up, we would be dirtbags. We would be absolute dirtbags. But now, all of a sudden, now, all of a sudden, it's fair game. Oh, this is awesome. You got two betas in there. And she's sharing salami. And they supposed to be good with it. All right. She says that there that might be a night where we're making Mexican in Australia. I can't Im not imagine Mexican food in Australia. All right. That might be a night where we're making Mexican and the kids are happy and we're having friends over and we're just grooving all together. And then there's other nights or other days where it's like, erg, what the F are we doing? This is hard. He says, why they got to be beta? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure anything, uh, no, no alpha, no husband with no masculine sense is taking this job. And look at the guy right here. Come on, man. Look at the guy. She's dominating over him in every picture. We can, where's my body language people? She grabbing him by the beer, get in here. He happy to be there. She over him. She hovering. This a mess. What is it here? The kids love. They have two father figures. Actually. It's kind of like three parents to two kids, which is amazing. Like you can imagine having an extra someone playing with them. Someone finishing up their work and someone cooking dinner. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is painful. Hey, what happened? What? what? Not, hey, go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. What y'all doing? Man, give me give me the story back. Come on, man. These damn adverts, man. I'm not putting ad blocker on my damn computer. My computer already got problems. All right, where are we at here? What else do we got here? Uh, after living together through Melbourne's almost two-year lockdown, however, she knew something had to change. Okay, all right. Something had to change. Oh, I forgot a paragraph. It's important to note, of course, that she, Rob, and Harry were not a thruple. It was Tamika having two relationships with two separate men simultaneously yeah i agree outside in yeah it, youtubers can't have ad doctors man. i mean it's gonna be a mess um did you hear that it says right here it's important to note of course that she rob and harry were not a throuple it was tamika having two relationships with two separate men simultaneously Ladies, this is some crazy-ish. There's no crescendo. There's no moment where I was like, this is the icing on the cake. I just knew I wanted to continue living in my relational values. So it was like when something difficult comes up, I either navigate that or I stop being in this type of relationship, Tamika said. And my choice was always to navigate, to always weather the storm. They always love to weather the storm. They, they agents of chaos. 
Um, men don't like storms in relationships, but it's okay. To always up-level, again, here's the word salad bullshit, and get better at how we were doing it. There were times when the family and the relationship and the intimacy and the friendship and the flow and connection and conversation inside of the family unit were far more important and prioritized over other times and other people and other things. This is why men don't communicate with y'all, ladies. This is why men do not communicate with y'all. This is too damn much. All this damn word salad, hippity hopping, kicking the can, uh, bait and switch, double talk. This is actually ridiculous, bro. What else did she have to say? And then there were times when I would have a relationship with my boyfriend, but then also I would want erotic connection or sexual connection with a another couple of people and that was for me so she has a boyfriend and a husband and she wants more people in these streets just say what you are ma'am just say what you are <laughs> you for the highway just say who you are you for the highway bruh somebody says who was piping her all right she definitely for the highway my gosh yeah And she says, maybe I wanted to have a certain type of kink play, which is fine. People have their kinks. You know, some dudes like to be with uh, tranny boys, right? They like to be with tranny boys over in Asia. Some dudes like that. You know, and, but they be like, oh, I'm a player in the Mac still. But, you know, there's a couple of dating coaches that have been exposed to liking T-boys. But, you know, you still look at them as, you know, like they like they players. There's two of them actually been caught like that. All right, but she says right here, uh, maybe I wanted to have a certain type of kink play with a certain type of person that I know could give me something. Oh, you got that right. They can give you the hibby jibbies. And then I would go on dates with a woman if I wanted a certain type of something. Now she's with women. That doesn't surprise me. So there's a different type of connection to navigate. And yes, it can be hard to juggle. Ultimately, she moved in, or sorry, she moved with her two sons up to the Byron Shire, where they now live together with Rob. So who got X'd out? The husband. The husband got X'd out. Oh, my God. So they moved out. <laughs> they moved out, and guess who got X'd out? Sheesh. We're just... Change, wait, we, we've we just changed the configuration. We've changed the living configuration. How do you not just say you just say the husband couldn't handle it? Y'all was doing things and he couldn't handle it, and you had to move out. He kicked y'all's ass out. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Oh, we're just changed the configuration. Word salad. Come, where's Kamal here? And the boy's dad is here like all the time. We're all really close friends. My boyfriend and the boy's dad. They hang out and go for walks and give each other hugs. Yeah, I, I, I'm concerned for them boys. 
All right, they give each other hugs. You leaving out a part of the story, ma'am. My God. <laughs> There's a part of this story that don't add up. You might want to fess up. Who giving hugs to who? Who zooming who? What do we got here? All right, uh, super chat time. Did I get, uh, I got my man over there, brother from the legal department over there with the cracked ribs. Hey man, go rescue those boys. Get those boys out of that situation. Let's just flip the story and say, there's a guy, he moved his, he moved his girlfriend in with his wife. She's fine. Word salad time. You understand. We'll navigate it and change our configuration. Oh, I'll pipe down the girlfriend from time to time. And oh, me and the girlfriend are going to move together. You stay over there. All right. I'll take the kids with me. This will never happen. Nobody could sell this. Nobody could sell this, but since everybody's confused, they try to sell it. Let's get to the other people who've contributed to the day show. And we're going to get to the dude who got rick robbed over on Tinder. You got to be careful over there on Tinder. Mr. Albert says, if this is what poly relationship looks like, I don't want it. You guys got to know modern day poly relationships more than likely are going to be benefit benefiting, sorry, benefiting women. That's how they're going to get it sold out in the open. And a lot of women, she's now counseling women, and a lot of women are going to be like, yeah, I, that's what I want. How come you can't be man enough to accept that? Okay, are you woman enough to accept another woman in my life? As you can see, there's no other woman in their life, which means to say he's either accepting it and swallowing it or he's swallowing the other dude. Again, I said something was left out, and they might have left that part out. Pause. All right, uh, we got somebody here. Uh, let's see here. Uh-huh. We're over on PayPal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> somebody says, funny as hell. Oh, the 304 is doing. I did so much for you. I did so much for him. How dare he? How dare he go cheap behind my back? What did you do for him? What? I was there for him. Intangible. Outline list of intangibles. I was there for him, and I supported him. And I gave him encouragement and I gave him support, nutrition. Like, what kind of stuff is this? AD Austin, there's a leftover 47-year-old Karen at my job touching me for the second time today at work. You know what she wants to do? She wants to. <laughs> I never gave her any signals. She's scratching for anyone at this point. Yeah, she's desperate. Um, she's matching my telework days and scratching my back to say goodbye. It's a hard no for me, dog. She might be fun. She might be fun, you know? I don't know how old you are. But, you know, she looking for a little bit of love. She looking for an international lover. Yeah. You going to go home, she going to have dog hair, cat hair everywhere. All by herself. All by her lonely. So uh, be careful at work. Don't don't pipe down anybody at, at the job. Do not pipe down. I don't care if she's an old, toothless woman. Do not pipe down anybody at work. It's not worth it. You know, women have the bait and switch going on, man. I don't know if you guys realize the bait and switch is always in play. And if you keep believing that this, oh, she cool, man, coach. Don't worry about her, man. Don't be so doom and gloom, man. This is not all women do this. Okay, I didn't say all women do it. All women have the option of bait and switch. If we haven't heard anything, uh, 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 go to the Emmy Yadoka situation. Look at what happened to him. Okay. Uh, obviously, it was a situation. I don't know, man. This is very complicated, but there's a bait and switch in play, and they can always reel back in. They can be like a tortoise and put their neck in the, in the little shell, be protected, and they can also put you out there 
and then you're going to get fired. Well, it was a consensual relationship at first, but I tried to break it off and he caught me piping down somebody else and he got, he, he acted a little funny about it. Then you fighting over a 47 year old broad. You lost your job before a 47 year old woman. Come on. Okay. I lived with four sisters for a short period of time. I seen them turn on me like Paul Orndorff turned on Hulk Hogan, like Andre the Giant turned on Hulk Hogan, like The Rock turned on Stone Cold. Like I've seen some double crossings in my life. Not only do I have I seen it, I've experienced it and I was helping them. <laughs> Let me tell you a story about my sister. Her name begins with an A. So my sister, so my sister, I live, that's my part of my father's family. Shout out to them. So my sister, when she was a child, I remember, you know, I'm the oldest. <laughs> I'm the oldest. And so I went over, uh, you know, lived there for a short period of time. And I'm in the kitchen. There's powdered donuts right there. There's powdered donuts. I go sneak me a powdered donut. She catches me, right? She's younger, way younger than me. So she looking at me like, hey, big bro's stealing a uh, powdered donut. So I'm like, I better hook her up. <laughs> I better hook up some powdered donuts for her because she didn't caught me. So I was like, hey, shh, 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 shh. let me give you a powdered donut. I'm going to give you one, but you got to be quiet, son. Don't say nothing. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> So I slips her a powdered donut. Here you go, right there. You know what I mean? Eat it right here. Don't take it out. Because you know a kid wants to get the powdered donut, run right to the living room. Look what I have. I was like, y'all, yo, you got to keep it on the low. Don't tell nobody. There's the donut. She just eating it. <laughs> she about to walk back out into the living room. I was like, nah, 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 nah. Looks like you got crumbs all over. You got the powder right inside of your mouth. I'm trying to teach you how to do it. Don't, don't go out there. Just, you know what I'm saying? You need to fix that. You need to get all that right there. Get all that. She was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, big brother. Thank you, big brother. She go out, tell everybody. <laughs> I just had a powder donut. They was like, how you get a powder donut? Him over there. Him gave me a powder donut. Him right there. Him got all the powder donuts right here. Her mother hear it. What? Somebody snuck powder donuts? Who gave you powder donuts? Him got it. Him gave me part of donuts right there. Him, him, the bad guy right there. <laughs> I was like, bro, what the F? I wiped the damn powder off your. Him got powder donuts. Him, him hiding it all the time. I catch him in there. Him gave me the powder donut. Threw me right up under the bus. Snitched on me. And I looked at her. She was like, I ain't going down. <laughs> all right. I ain't going down for it. So I grew up with women stabbing me in the back. <laughs> I would go to the corner store, come back with all kind of Mike and Ike's and Jolly Joe's and Boston baked beans and lemon heads and, and Johnny apple seeds. All right. I'm in my room eating them. They come in there. Hey man, sh sh I got my stash over there. All kind of slim gyms and beef jerky. I got it all hidden back here, all in the room. And they all up in my room telling, Oh, him went to the corner store. Him got candy. Him got Boston baked beans, him got lemon heads, and him got Jolly Joes. <laughs> him got 18 pack of non-laters. He got pineapple non-laters, apple non-laters. He got grape non-laters, rainbow, rainbow, yellow, banana non-laters. 
<laughs> I'm sitting there like, bro, you can't tell nobody. Shut up. And that's when I knew not to trust no women. My sisters, shout out to my sisters. They showed me. I got four stepsisters. They showed me not to ever trust no woman. They never, I was like, never in my life. And then y'all wonder, they was like, your ex-wife made you turn like this. No, nah, I knew women was a little bit, they was a little bit uh, stabby in the backy. They was going to stab me in the back. Him did it. Him down, went down on the corner store. Him went to the liquor store. Him bought all the candy. They're like, where you get the money from? Oh, man, damn, man, would you shut up? So anyway, yep, they'll stab you in the back. I don't be trusting them. Uh, shout out to Sizzle. He says, Monday Night Rosky, coach. I seen an article in the New York, uh, in New York City, is passing laws that polyamorous relationships will now have more rights than any two-person relationship. Coach Stradamus strikes again. I don't even want to go to this website, but it's an alphabet website. And it says, New York judges favor polyamorous, polyamorous relationships. Here I am again. Here I am again. I actually, if you go back to my earliest videos, 2019, 2018, I was talking about polyamory is the future. I've been going all the way back then, but I'm doom and gloom. Mm. <laughs> all right. I'm Coach Stradamus here. I just tell you what it is. I don't tell you what, I don't care if you're going to enjoy the weather. I just tell you what the weather is. Oh, why do you keep telling me it's raining? Why do you keep telling me the hurricane's coming? Why do you keep telling me tornadoes and earthquakes? Well, I'm just telling you what's coming. Pause. It ain't like I have been wrong. <laughs> it ain't like I haven't been wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I could see if, if if I was wrong and I was doom and gloom and you was like, oh, dude, the dude's been way off. I've been actually been right. Shout out to you, brothers, man. New, 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 new world order. You mad at me. Be mad at the weather. What you want me to do? I'm Don't be mad at the weather, man. I'm just telling you what's up. All right, I'm just reporting. All right, uh, let me see here. We got three more brothers here. Then we'll get to the main event. It's already an hour in. All right, shout out to Mr. Williams, says, Coach, I enjoy your commentary during your video game play through the CGA Got Game channel. Have you ever considered doing a live stream, doing an actual NFL game from home? I haven't. Watching a game live with the Coach game, Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, that would be fun. Go Raiders. Go Cowboys, he said. And he says the Raiders are one and three. And that's you. I don't know, man. I actually like it. I actually do commentary when I'm watching the game, you know, because I know a little bit of coaching. I'll be like, oh, play action pass. I can predict what they run. I'll be predicting what plays they're going to call. And I'll be predicting if they pass on first down, they asked out. I'm Oh, he come a three and out. <laughs> they pass on first down, especially the Raiders. If they pass on first down, I'm like, we about to punt. Because <laughs> it's usually going to be some short dump shit right off the middle. I'm like, oh, my God. Incomplete. Second and long. Oh, my Lord. Here we go. False start. Second and 15. Oh, we screwed. Punsky. Get the punter warmed up. <laughs> I'm doom and gloom watching the game. Somebody says running on first down too predictable, though. It, it is too predictable. But um, the most the, the most successful in, in terms of uh, uh, history repeating itself, I know you do have anomalies, but the most conservative offenses tend to win, tend to win. Unless you have something like the greatest show on turf or Patrick Mahomes or anything like that. All right. If you look at the Patriots, they probably ran on first down. <laughs> they probably best. They probably ran on first down more times than not. 
I'm, I'm venture to predict. And by the way, uh, because if you get two yards, three yards, run on first down, now you can get a, your whole playbook opens. Your whole playbook opens up. Even if you get two yards, I mean, you get two yards. Now you're second and eight, second and ten. Oh shit, your your playbook like this thick. Your playbook like boom. All right, second and five. You got a big old playbook like this. Oh shit, we can run all kind of shit. Play action because it's predicted. Now you predictable. Second, first down could be predictable. Second down, you don't know what's coming. It could be run or pass. But if you pass on first down, guess what's coming on second down? Pass. <laughs> Highly likely not going to run on second and 10. It's about a 90% chance you're not going to run. So I can go ahead and put in the nickel package on second down, second and long. I know your ass, and then I can soft cover. I don't have to press no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. Yep, and then guess what? Screen pass on third down. Third and long, screen pass. Shit is too different. <laughs> you know it's coming because now, now it's third and eight. Because you ran on second down, third and eight, screen pass coming. I know what that shit is about to happen, man. I know what's up. You're not going to run on third and eight unless you're deep in, like, at the 10-yard line on the other side. You're on your own 10. You might run it because you know you punting it. So you need room for your punter. Football is pretty predictable. <laughs> he said dump it off. Uh, anyway, let's hit the like button in the building. Yeah, I'm the Lovey Smith. I'm I'm Lovey Smith. I, that wasn't coach talking. That was Lovey. I'm a good offensive coordinator. My defense though is atrocious. My defensive coordination, I can't call any defense. So I know nothing about defense comparatively. I know nothing. I can't call nothing. I don't know when to go. I know when there's two receivers, I can stay in four my four three. Um, if there's three receivers, I might have to go to a nickel. If there's four receivers, I'm going dime package. That's about it. Other than that, I don't know about cover two, Tampa two. I don't know what nothing going on here. <laughs> all right uh where are we at here we're just having fun blitz on third down huh should i blitz blitz on every down somebody said it. yeah uh, anomalies patrick mahomes josh allen they're anomalies because he's a running back and a linebacker at the same time so you can do whatever you want with people like that you don't have to run on first down Tom Brady, run on first down. Josh Mahomes, um, Josh Allen, you can run on second. You can run him on second and third down. You can run him on first. <laughs> All right, crazy. Blitz is risky on third down. Yeah, it's risky, especially you, you don't know. Uh, shout out to you guys. Let's see here. Uh, but I love doing that. It's fun. That's actually a good idea. Maybe I should do something like that. But I know I can't do... Maybe I could do it on Twitch. I'm not sure how, how I'll be able to do it with the NFL, but that'll be fun. No government name says the Australian nonsense is a divorce waiting to happen. The kids will pay the price long-term. And as you can see, they don't care about the kids. It's like F them kids. It's about her being selfish. So I'm glad you brought that up. No government name. She cares nothing about the kids and they're actually going to mess up some part of their relationship and the kids are going to suffer. Evening coffee, CGA from Jorge. Zapata in the building. He says, um, uh, um, evening coach, congrats on the first win. Happy for you. I don't think, I didn't think it would be, I don't think it would be a good Monday if you were 0-4. It would hurt. He says, I don't know if I'm big enough to contribute. Shout out to you. All right. Love you, bro. Yeah, I I appreciate it, man. If we were 0-4, it would be, oh, it would be doom. Speaking of doom and gloom. 
0-4, setback. We're almost to the main story here. Okay, we're ready. I need to make that music louder. We ready. And by the way, having an NFL quarterback is one of the hardest things to do. Just think there's 32 quarterbacks and only six of them are good. <laughs> All the rest of the teams are struggling with quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are the hardest thing to find. And uh, that's how that's how important that job is. And if you don't have a good quarterback, if your quarterback is the seventh through 32nd ranked quarterback, it's a fuck. You better be very good at calling plays. And you better be very methodical. If you want to think you about to run, run and gun and run and shoot and spread offense and your quarterback sucks and don't get hurt. Don't get hurt. You get hurt. You get your quarterback hurt. Season's over. Season's over. And the O-line, you ain't got nobody to block your quarterback. Forget about it. That That's it. Look at um the dude from the Bengals. The dude from the Bengals, he been sacked more than any quarterback in the damn league for the last two years. And he ain't been in the league that damn long. He's been in the league three years. He got the most time sacked on his ass. It's only a matter of time. All right, somebody sit the PayPal. We're going to get back to the show. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, is that Rip Pill Canuck? I believe. He says, going to sign up the Patreon. How do I get the YouTube spreadsheet that you had on the Blue Chip Mindset last week? Is it downloadable? Do you have it on email? Excited to broaden my mind with great advice. I believe I'm going to put it on there. At some point, at some point this week, that's going to be an actual factual. Let's get in here. Quarterbacks. Where are we at here? Oh, uh, we got, um, <laughs> I just saw somebody here. Uh, Arizona man robbed after showing up for a Tinder date, and he's going to sound a little thirsty. So warning, he's going to sound very thirsty. Oh, wait a minute. What are our likes looking like? We'll do belly deli now. Let's do belly deli real quick. I know it's a long time. Hit me with some likes real quick. Give me about 100 likes. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly on shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose some. Let it, I know y'all see the football print. The football print go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. <laughs> I lost more people than I got likes. <laughs> but I don't care. All right. It's been a long time since I care about something like that. All right. But uh, anyway. Let's see here. Where we at here? People are like, I'm out of here. All right. Here we go. Arizona man gets robbed going on a Tinder date. His name is Jose. All right, shout out to Jose. Jose Sandoval, age 32, or I forgot his last name, Jaquez. And Crystal Jose, 33, she's older than him slightly, were arrested in connection with the fake Tinder date robbery in Phoenix. Here you go right here. An Arizona man, a man in Arizona. Why can't I see my screen anymore? Okay, here we go. Let me make this larger. That's what she said. An Arizona man, oh, arrived at a hotel for what he believed was a Tinder date. That was his first mistake. But it turned out to be an armed robbery in which a couple stole his personal belongings and thousands of dollars. What was this doing? 
what was this guy doing with 1,000, I mean, thousands of dollars? Oh, I think he, okay, I'll get to that in a minute. But why show up to a hotel on a dinner date? Why y'all meeting people at the hotel? I know you horn dogs watching these PUAs. Oh, man, I got it in the bag. I ran game on her. She already got a hotel, Sean. She already booked a hotel. I got it in the bag, Sean. I be listening to these PUAs. They got it down. The, and if you get her, man, to get a hotel, Sean, you in there, Sean. Go get that piece leave. It says Jose Sandoval, Jaquez, and Crystal Hulsey, age 33, were arrested in connection with the robbery after several days on the run. The victim showed up at the embassy suites. Not the embassy suites. Good Lord. Hotel room in Phoenix last month after matching with a woman whose Tinder profile says her name was Sonia, according to the Phoenix police. Uh-oh, here they are. Look. This ninja, whoever showed up, this is what you showed up to come see, bro. This is what, this is, y'all need some salami discipline for real, bro. Y'all need some salami. Per, this is what y'all show, who showed up to see this? Bro? <laughs> I don't know if she had those marks on her head prior, but I'm sure it probably came from the arrest. And she got dotted her eyes. And what's going on with this part of her lip? She got beat up by the police for sure. All right, what else does it say right here? It says, when he made it into the room, Jaquez, the guy, Jaquez, Jaquez, pointed a gun at the victim and demanded his property. The victim handed over his cell phone, identification cards, social media accounts. Social media accounts? Is that what people do when they rob people? Give me your password to your Instagram. <laughs> All right. I guess so you can't post something. I mean, you got my cell phone already. You taking my social media account? That's what robbers do? Oh, man, boy, listen. Shit, I didn't even know, man. Give me your Facebook password. Okay. Oh, he got catfish. Okay, yeah. Okay, he got to give up his PIN code and his bank account information. All right, so, yeah, I don't think she used these photos. But you never know, man. People have ran out for worse than this. The victim was then ordered to drive the suspects to a nearby Chase Bank. The suspects left with the vehicle. The victim stated $900 was taken from the Chase Bank on September 17th from the drive through All right, they should be on camera. And a total of $3,000 has been taken out from his bank account since the initial incident. Jaquez and Hosley, Hosley was identified as the, as the suspects just days later. Authorities said the couple used their real names to book their hotel <laughs> and their victim provided bank statements showing Zelle and cash app withdrawals. Okay, from his account using partial usernames that investigators were able to match to profiles belonging to the suspects. Man, at some point, man, robbery is going to be almost difficult to pull off. Because there's not going to be much cash, although people are ahead of the game in terms of criminals are always going to be ahead of the game. But that's going to be tough to get people because since cash is not going to be that readily available, right? And uh, there's cameras everywhere. The pair drove the car to California and Las Vegas, where officers in Vegas located the vehicle with a gray handgun inside on September the 25th. Days later, Phoenix police discovered an online escort advertisement with Hulsley. Hosley, wait a minute, it scrolled up on me. Her phone number and a setup meeting location. An online escort advertisement. All right, she got on seeking arrangements. 
as police were waiting for Husley, Hulsey, they identified her Nissan. Oh, I thought it was about to say an Altima. Her Nissan Rogue driven by Jaquez at the La Quinta Inn. Man, man. Yeah, so this is, this is, um, he showed up. He probably didn't meet on Tinder. They met on a dating, he, they met on an escort site. Police attempted to apprehend the suspect, but the duo drove off. And then the two people here were seen speeding and driving on the wrong side of the road, police said. During the pursuit, the couple stopped and carjacked the driver of another vehicle before driving off with that car. Damn, these people, Bonnie and Clyde. The chase extended through several cities before the pair. This is in Vegas, by the way. They're just going nuts. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. Driving on the wrong side of the road and colliding with another vehicle. They tried to carjack another vehicle, but were not able to, uh, not able to before law enforcement took them into custody. The two both face multiple charges, including assault, armed robbery, with a deadly weapon. All right, wow. There's the two people right there. There's the two lovebirds right there. Go ahead and just. So, uh, you know, she was following his lead. He was holding masculine frame over her um, or he was holding some sort of drug addiction over her. She definitely looks drugged out and they were running scams. So a couple things here. I know people are, you know, I'm just going to tell you, you need to watch out for these situations here. You don't want to be the one. I keep warning people about these situations. Do you want to be the one to find out? See, when it comes to relationships and dating and all this stuff, when it goes left, it goes left fast. And there's nobody coming to help you. None of these dating coaches are going to help you. You're going to do a coaching call with these dating coaches. All right. And trust me, I do some dating. I do some dating coaches. I do. I pause. I do some coaching calls. And this is what the coaching calls somewhat sound like. Okay, let me just tell you here. This is what the coaching calls tend to sound like. Now, you know my principles. I give you my principles on what to do here. And I say, all right, the best bet to do to work on yourself, get yourself some leverage and options. And I also say stuff like, um, you know, uh, you know, don't date, go into monk mode, relax. Don't sit, don't try to build with anybody. You're not equipped with this. Try to avoid single mothers. Try to avoid divorcees. Sure, could it work? Yes, highly likely it's not going to work. And if you want to have a little bit of fun and get a little bit of re- release, go to the junior college and you'll probably never date nobody over 30 years old ever again. And you'll probably find it there. That's your lane. And this gives you a chance to experiment. And it gives the, you, you'll have a less of a sense to panic out in the dating marketplace. The reason why you guys are getting caught up in these situations and flying all over the world to try to get these things is because you need to bust a nut. Okay, that's it. And you want some sort of semblance of success with women. And you're finding out this running game ain't working. All right, these people are goofballs that, te- that teach this in 2022. They're out of their fucking mind. Now, they might work for them, all right? It might work for them, but they're telling you their best success rate is 97% failure, all right? 97% failure. It's been proven that that, that that doesn't work, all right? It's not a thing here. Most men can't spin plates because you can't even find one plate. Y'all got paper plates <laughs> at this particular point. You trying to spin paper plates. <laughs> and here you guys try to figure it out. So here you go right here. I tell you to live the free agent lifestyle and my dating, my dating, my coaching calls sound like this. Well, coach, uh, let me tell you what happened. Well, I met this woman 
And she was a fantastic woman. She was a fantastic woman. Okay, tell me about her. Why, why are you calling me up? Well, well, let's see here. Uh, she's a single mother of three kids. And um, I was divorced five times already. And what had happened was, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, oh, my Lord. And what happened was I, I met her in three weeks. She was the one. I, I knew it was going to be her. I married her. The monster-in-law showed up. She was throwing a monkey wrench in a whole banana program. And um, she had two other kids uh, from a previous other two other baby daddies, but they didn't live with her. She didn't have custody of them. And um, she's on antidepressants. She's got a whole dragon and a, a spider, a black widow spider tattooed on her back. And she's unemployed. And I've been paying all of her expenses for the last three weeks or the last three years. And, and I'm sitting there like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what? And my kids, my kids' kids, my kids' kids go to school with her kids. Because, of course, it's going to be an older guy. My kids' kids go to school with her kids. So, because, you know, the first thing I'm going to say, I'm like, get away from this woman. <laughs> get away from these people. Like, get away from her. Leave. Well, what happened was I can't just leave because my kids' kids go to school with her kids. Oh, okay. All right. So, you can't blow it up. All right. You can't blow up the relationship now. Okay. Uh, Let's see. What? that Y'all literally be like, hey, coach. I'm going to punt it and pin your ass in at the one-yard line, the negative one-yard line. Your ass, the nose of the football is going to be right next to the goal line. Hey, coach, what play are you going to run? What play are we running? Can you go in your playbook? It's first, <laughs> it's first down. You got to go 99 yards with no mobile quarterback and your running back. You got your third string running back. Okay. And your receiver's out. Keenan Allen's out. All of that. And your punter broke his leg. All right. Uh, I'll be like this in my playbook like this here. All right. Shit. I'll be like them coaches when they be looking at their play sheet. And they had the headphones on. They be talking into their play sheet. Oh, shit, man. Damn, we fucked up. Damn, I don't know what the hell we about to run. But we about to run 22, combo, 48. Left side, everybody run the seven route. Of what we about to run. All right, I see it right there. There it is right there. We about to run this shit. And my, what? Man, he said forfeit. No timeouts. Down 50, 11 points. Yo, what you going to do, bro? You just move to another country. Just move to another country. What do we want me to tell you, man? Um, the reason why I do what I do is because I'm telling you, Here's here's the key word. <laughs> here's the key words here. Um, the reason why I tell you to try to avoid some of these traps is when it goes left, you're going to have no plays left. And you're going to be like, okay, what do I do? Where do I go? How do I scramble out of this? What do I do? Can I throw a Hail Mary? No, you, you can't draw back so many yards. You're going to run out of bounds. It's going to be a safety. You ain't got no receiver. Your running backs got broken ribs. All right, your offensive lineman ain't going to block. They hate you. So I, I'm telling you the best thing is to avoid the scenario because as soon as you try to get into these scenarios and they break, I don't have a play for that. I don't have plays for that. Now, some dating coaches, some old school coaches going to say, oh, here's what you do, Sean. 
There's another guy in New York. He's got two wives, allegedly, that live with him. <laughs> they got two wives. See, ain't seen a picture of neither one of them, but that's neither here nor there. They'll be like, oh, Sean, we got to play for that. No doubt, Sean. I, be, hey, I got to play for that. What we going to do is whole masculine frame. That's what you do. You go in your frame. You go in your frame box. You go in there in your frame bag. You go in there and you reach deep in your frame bag, and then you get it all the way out. They try to give you all some whole bullshit on how to survive that. When all you need to do is try to avoid these red flags. Avoid red flags. I'll always reel you back. They're like, what do I do now? Let's start back to the beginning and just say, you a dumbass. <laughs> right? We all are dumbasses at some particular point. But some of y'all double down on dumbass. Let's just admit you fucked up. Bad. And now your life is going to be affected for the next, I don't know how many years, umpteenth years. So the best thing you could do is go back to square one and start warning men instead of sounding doom and gloom. Say, look, man, once you get here, it's going to be tough for you to wriggle out of it. Nobody's going to be on your side. Nobody's going to be on your side. I'm just letting you guys know. No one's going to be on your side. You're not going to get anybody to sympathize for you. Not even Jordan Peterson's ass can make it work. He crying out here. He's crying for you guys because he knows in his mind, he's the last hope. Now, I know some wannabe Jordan Peterson's out here. There's people trying to want to be Jordan Peterson. They ain't never going to be Jordan Peterson. Okay, They had 50, 11 years to be Jordan Peterson. Nobody bit. All right, so they can just go ahead and sit on the sideline. Okay, it's too late. Okay, there's some new guy might come up, but for, for you, it, it's really you messed up. And when guys mess up, Nobody helping you, okay? Let's get to these super chats here. Somebody says, I understand why guys get into this mess. As long as they get a sniff of her peace leave, they'll date them. Yep. Yeah, some guys are really on the bad end of relationships. So they go in and they overlook every red flag. I mean, some big-ass waving red flags. And just so you know, the female in this situation is never going to believe she's a red flag. Right. She's going to believe what's what's wrong with me. So I have three kids. So I have, you know, a, a rocky employment. I'm still a woman. I can still love you. So my family's blown up and dis, uh, disrupted. So I come from a broken home. No biggie. So I snorted cocaine when I was 16. Nah, and then at 21, I went to rehab. So what? So what? I take antidepressants and. So what? I got a body full of willy-nilly helter-skelter tattoos. And so I chopped my hair off and half of it's pink, half of it's purple. So so I have three dogs and two cats at my house. And dude, these people, these are walking red flags. People will literally be like, and so what? Just avoid, avoid. I know the peace leave going to be good. I know you guys are going to, it's going to be good. She's going to love you like no other. But you're going to find out sooner or later. You're going to find out sooner or later. She's going to be the next line in your Owen. Now, that Owen could cost you 10, uh, five figures. It could cost you 10 grand. That Owen could cost you 100 grand. If you fail in making that work, which you're going to fail, statistically, 90% chance, 99% chance 
that relationship's going to flop. I hate to be doom and gloom. 99% chance that relationship's going to break up in under a year. If it doesn't break up in under a year, it's because you stringing her along or she's stringing you along. You're not enjoying the ride after that. You're not enjoying the ride after a year. You're just trying to just get from being unstuck and trying to make it work and break up to make up. That relationship is doomed, doomed. I tell you, you want doom and gloom? 99% chance, write it down. It's going to fail. With that being said, if it fails, are you willing to put your kids on the line? Are you willing to put your family? Are you willing to put your business? Are you willing to put your schooling and your degrees? Are you willing to put your reputation on the line? Are you When you overlook all those red flags, when it breaks, them dating coaches ain't going to be able to save you. No dating coach, they going to be like this. <laughs> hey, dating coach, what do I do now? They ain't got nothing for you but some bullshit. Pure, unadulterated, steaming, hot piles of cow dung. They got no answers for you. Trust me. Do not believe them. Matter of fact, none of them been married. None of them had a successful relationship that you can see or witness. Why would you even listen to them? None of them, some of them are married and ain't even in these streets and telling you what to do. I don't even listen. <laughs> I'm thoroughly confused as to how these people got smoke for me. <laughs> like what? None of they shit match up. And some of them sleeping with T-boys. And it's proven. You can go back and look. They even said it out of their mouth or they got pictures of them with them. They got pictures of themselves with them. How you over here talking to me? You never see me with no T-boy. You might find me with a fat chick. <laughs> you might find me with a fat girl or something like that. Be like, damn, coach, you? Coach, y'all be like this. And that's you. You might definitely find me with a fat girl. <laughs> Without a doubt, you're going to see me with a fat snuffle up against, and I'm going to be like, she's my babysitter. She's my babysitter. She's my dog walker. She walks my dog. <laughs> you're going to find me with a booger every now and then. I'm going to be with a booger every now and then. You know, I'm a guy. <laughs> Every now and then, you're going to find me walking around with a gordita. You're going to find me with a gordita, yes. <laughs> but you ain't going to find me with no old wife. You ain't going to find me with no trans boy. You ain't going to find me. You ain't going to find none of them. You ain't going to see a picture. It ain't never going to happen. You gonna find <laughs> You ain't going to never see me with no busted Pillsbury biscuit can. You ain't going to never see me married. You ain't going to see it. No, I'm just playing. I'm just messing around. We got to get out of here, man. It's time for football. But uh, it's my housekeeper. If you ever get me caught, you know what I mean? Y'all going to see me with pictures. Somebody going to snap one. They going to be like, there go that damn Coach Greg Adams with that Mastodon. There he is. Let me get him. Clink. Y'all going to get him. Snap. It's going to be some, some dude going to put it in this uh, community tab. Look at Coach Greg Adams with that big-ass Mastodon. Well, it's going to be my ho my housekeeper. It's my housekeeper. It's um, 
a girl that I'm working. She's one of my personal training clients. Uh, potentially, she might be somebody who is, um, um, you know, uh, potentially she's my personal assistant. Oh, holding hands too. Oh my God. She she does. She's my videographer. She's my videographer. She does my videography. Uh potentially. Yeah. These are all these people here. Yeah. She's she's um she's she does dog care for Nova. She's my editor. She's my editor. She edits my videos. She's teaching me how to read. Yeah, she's my reading teacher. <laughs> uh Luciano says she's my she's my reading teacher. Oh, we hold hands though. We hold hands. Cause she's a little nervous in public. So yeah, we did hold hands and you saw me at the restaurant and we were drinking and I was feeding her and sitting next to her, rubbing her big ass thick thighs. <laughs> but don't, don't, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. She was kissing on my neck and, she was smelling, you know, she was smelling to see if I had, uh, you know. But that's all. That's all. I was practicing on her. I was practicing. <laughs> I was practicing. Oh, man. Anyway. So, anyway, shout out to you, brothers. Let me get over here. Let me get the contributions, man. Mr. Albert says, is this what the poly relationships look like? I don't want it. And he also said, him sneaking white girls in his room. You ain't lying. Uh, back in the days, man, them, them, my sister's friends would be sneaking in my room. I caught my one of my sisters. For, I didn't catch her. I woke up to her sitting next to me. Uh, one of my sisters were separated by grade. So I'm in 10th grade. She's in ninth grade. I'm in 10th grade. I lived with them for a year in high school. So um, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there asleep. One of those days where I came home from school and basketball practice, I'm asleep at like 730. I'm asleep. Her friends and her mother comes over the house. And my room is dark. It's like dark. Basketball season dark. All right. So I'm asleep. I wake up and she's just sitting there looking at me. One of the freshmen. <laughs> Speaking of freshmen. Hold on. It wasn't a freshman from the university. It was a freshman from high school. Are you a freshman at the university? No. No. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. So I wake up. <laughs> Sure, the girl's name is Keisha or Takesha or Lakeisha. I wake up and there's a girl in my room. I'm like, whoa, what the hell? I probably was farting, digging in my nose, talking in my sleep. I'm like, Lord, she's just sitting there all giddy, happy, happy that she in the big brother's room. I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, anybody know you in here? <laughs> like, What's going on? And I had a little room, too. I was like, how did she sneak in here? I was like, how did she get? And she was just sitting there watching me. So I was like, man, what is going on here? I was like, you got to get out. I knew people were here. I could hear them in the living room talking. It's like, you got to get out of here. It was like a runaway slave. Girl, what you doing in here? What you be doing in here? You is going to get me in trouble. You got to sneak out of here. Oh, massa going to catch me in here, girl. You don't want Massa to catch me. <laughs> Shit, I was like, <laughs> Massa, go get me. Now, PUA coach is going to be like, you should have clapped her cheeks. Bro, this is <laughs> this is not what you do when you're living in your parents' house. You don't just grab your sister's friend that's sneaking in your room, clap her cheeks. All right? 
you got to get out. I mean, she wasn't a bad looking, you know, back then. But it was like, I was like, yo, you got to sneak out of here, man. There's no way I could catch you up in here. Or I'm going to tell on you. But the thing is, if you tell on her, she's going to be like, he snuck me in there. I'm like, I didn't sneak her in there. They're not going to believe me. Yep, they're not going to believe me. I'm like 15, she 14 or 13, whatever freshmen are. I'm like a sophomore. I'm a young sophomore, so I always was the same age as freshmen. So, or just barely slightly older. She's sitting there in the dark watching me. I wake up. This girl in my room, I was like, yo. And my sister was um, my oldest sister, which I'm the oldest, but she's the one that would that would be her friend. She was a cock blocker back in the day. She wasn't letting me get no girls in. She was a modern day. She's a PhD, too. Speaking of PhD, she got more degrees than a thermometer. She's smart. She's actually does podcasting, too. But um, actually saw her doing a somebody was did an edit of Kevin seven Samuels disses and my sister was in one. So she that sister, she's a she's by the rule book. She's by the book. We were coming back from a track meet once. We were coming back from a track meet once, and one of these fast-ass girls wanted to be, I'm in the back of the bus just <laughs> yucking it up, and then one of the fast-ass girls jumped right in the back seat with me. My sister looking, she looking over the seat like this at me, like this. <laughs> My sister like this over the, because I'm back in the back seat with the girl. I'm like, <laughs> we feel it, though. We feel, and then my sister like this on the, on the back seat looking at me like this. Just waiting to get home. I'm a tail. <laughs> she was not letting me get nothing on. She was like, go ahead, do something. Do something sideways. As soon as we get home, I'm telling. That was my sister. Tattletelling ass. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. She was ready to. And back then, there wasn't no phones to record. She was just going to say whatever the hell. I saw him in the backseat with the girl. Snitching ass. So anyway, <laughs> oh, she's a dirty Mac. Oh, man, you could get. No oh, boy, she's a tattletale. Shout out to her. She probably I don't think she watches my show anymore. She knows of it. But um, anyway, oh, she's a dirty Mac. No, she's married. She's married like she by the book. She by the book, Christian, religious, by the book, spiritual. She don't break no rules. I don't think she probably she probably don't even speed. She's a non rule breaker. She's the opposite of me. We're yin and yang. Whatever I do, imagine the polar opposite. Whatever I do, she's the polar opposite. We are like, we're like oil and water in terms of how we are as a character in the world. So, yeah. So, I'm on the dark side. She on the side of light. All right, where are we at here? KT King, single mothers who smoke weed. That's another red flag. Um... He says, uh, single mothers who smoke weed are a red flag. He says they get it for free like men who don't have to pay for women. They do. They Women get it for free. Yes, indeed. Yeah, she actually does marriage coaching. You guys probably can find her. I don't know. She doesn't have a big audience, but she's been doing it more longer than I've been doing what I've been doing. She's been doing it longer than me. So, um She's the opposite of me. We, like, we we could do a podcast. It'd be pretty uh, interesting. But me and my brother used to go in on her because she's like a, she's a feminist. Like, she's literally the opposite of me. She's a feminist in everything. 
So it's crazy. It's like, uh, like me and my, you know, we used to go in each other on Facebook and she would say her feminist stuff and me and my brother be going in on her. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's, she's a interesting character. We do a podcast. It would be like night and day. We would be like night and day. Everything I say, she would disagree with and vice versa. Where are we at here? Let's go to Venmo. Hour and 30 minutes. Oh, that's where we at right now. Uh, no government name. Gumps out here have CGA looking at the playbook like Andy Reid. All right, CGA, you hear about the news of the anchor who self-deleted after her fiance called off the wedding. Actually did a podcast on that back in the day. Unless this is another one. <laughs> this is another one. Might be another one. Do a collaboration. Yeah, I don't want to put her on because y'all would be throwing darts at her. I mean, man, if she had a big audience, I would. Like an audience comparability to mine, I would do it. But I'm not going to put her on like that. But, yeah, man, I've seen her a couple videos, like, come up. And she was, somebody did an edit. And she popped up. I was like, oh, damn. Where are we at here? Uh, let's see the cash app. Dewana says, don't play a rigged game, gents. Don't play. The game is rigged. So much so that it's not rigged in the fact that you you can't win. It's rigged in the fact that if you lose, I want you to listen. If you lose, you're rarely going to come out unscathed. She didn't go on to KS. She was just doing a response video. And then somebody edited, somebody found it in a group of people that did a response video. I never saved the video either, so I can't really tell you what video it was. But it was a response. I think it was around when Kevin died. And then I, that video popped up. But um, with it, if you look, she doesn't have YouTube. She doesn't have, as far as I know, I don't know. Most of her stuff done on Facebook. Uh, but um, she was not on Kevin's show. No. I, she doesn't have YouTube as far as I know. I don't think she does. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, by the way, what I was saying is if you lose in this game, if you lose in this game, you're going to, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be brutal. So that's the thing that we tell you about. If you win, you're fine. If you lose, you're going to be hurting. And there's no one to save you. You're going to go to Jordan Peterson. He's going to be crying. You're going to go to any of these dating coaches. They're going to get silent on you. They'll be like, eh, anyway, you want to buy my book? Uh, $8,000 an hour. They got nothing for you. Nor do they care. Nor many times do they have the experience that they're trying to lead you through. They don't have it. Trust me, they don't. And I'm not trying to diss them. They just don't, they just don't have it. They're, they're not equipped. The only thing they'll say is, you want to bang hot chicks? Step into your masculine frame. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, you want to, you, what I tell you is stop dating. <laughs> stop dating. Right? Give it a break, guys. It's okay to not chase tail. It's okay to not pursue ass. It's okay to not run game. Take the week off. Take the season off. Take the year off. Go do what you need to do. Go chill. Go decompress. Go figure out your life. Just chill. And a lot of people can't tell you to chill. They got to constantly be like trying to prove yourself through validation of women. Just chill out. Uh, those who use women as validation meaning the pursuit and capture of women as validation 
oftentimes this is this is what they're gonna look like when they're 50. This is what these dating coaches gonna look like when they're 50. Hold on for a second. Let's pull them up. Let me see if I can pull it up. Validation of women at some point past the age of 28, you need to get over that for real. I mean, you need to give up I'm now. Now, old man. <laughs> yeah, you can hear him. I'm 61 years old, and you have some big motherfucking titties. Yeah, this guy right here. I'm a horny old man. I'm 61 years old, and you have some big motherfucking titties. That that's that's dating coaches when they get 61. At some point, you got to stop with the validation of women, right? Now, I'll use women as validation. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, I'm going to this thing. I'll bring one that people go, okay. Oh, you got her? Okay. And then I push her ass to the side, and I go back to work. <laughs> like, I don't need her to feel like I've captured her, and I've housed her, and I've supported her, and I tricked her so much that I'm trying to get some value from her when they're valueless past their looks. Many of them are valueless beyond that every now and then you will find one that's valuable beyond that but you will also have to sacrifice looks do you hear me what i'm telling you many times you will find them valuable beyond what they can give you between their legs it's very rare but if you find one you got she's going to be she's going to be not valuable because of her looks. Her looks go down the more valuable she is to you outside of sex. And this is not, this is not a game. This is, there's no if, ands, and buts about it. It's hard to find. Most of them are valueless beyond the sex. But if she just so happens to be like, damn, she's compatible with me. She makes everything work. We're two peas in a pod. And she helps me with my business. I'm building with her. Down the line, just take the take her down the rung. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. She'll be within 5 and 6. No better. And odds are she's going to be older. And if she's worthless when she's older, she's super duper worthless. That's super duper worthless. So she's going to be older and less attractive. That's the pro that's the best. You're not going to find no nine or 10 that's super duper valuable to you outside of her being attractive. The best she can do is do very much, uh, very much easy types. Go to the dog store, get the dog food. You know what I mean? Simple bullshit. And she's going to mess that up. She's going to mess that up. Go to the dog store, go to the, take the dog to the vet, take the kids here, fix the sandwiches. If she's a 10, she ain't going to want no parts of that. If she's a nine, she barely going to want any parts of that. She ain't trying to do all that shit. She want a nanny to do all that. If she's an eight, you might get her to do all that, but you better be making $500,000 a year <laughs> or whatever that is comparatively in Midland, Texas. And you're going to put have to put $10,000 worth of boob job in her boobs, in her boobies. You're going to have to do facelift and lip injections, and you're going to have to do uh, cheek implants and Botox. You're going to have to pay $100 bills, uh, $400 bills for cut and color and hair salon and extensions for that eight to be plumped up to a nine. And everybody said, oh, your wife's hot. She's a MILF. Mm. <laughs> so she's not going to be a 10. She's not going to be a nine. She's just going to be a hot 40-year-old. Raising your kids, doing simple shit. Keeping it simple. Keep it simple, Sally. Kiss. Keep it simple, Sally. And then if you go down the rung, 
Once you get down to seven, there's no sevens according to Kevin. Now you're down to sixes and fives. If they're worthless to you, meaning they work in 60 hours a week for somebody, worthless. If they are worth something to you, right? She's going to be in that five and six range. <laughs> Period. It ain't no game out here. I'll tell you what it is. Sure, you can find it, but it's few and far between. <laughs> few and far between. All right. Let me make sure we clear the deck. Is that enough positivity for you? Now, if you're not looking to keep that woman, right? That woman's not validate. Uh, you're not trying to keep her long-term to validate you, meaning you're spinning plates or you're, sit you're sitting out here rotating women or you're pumping, dumping them. Odds are you're messing with T-boys or ugly chicks. You're messing with ugly chicks. Every now and then you will score you an eight. Every now and then, matter of fact, some of these guys, these dating coaches have been caught out paying these women. These women, these dudes be on seeking like me. They've been paid them off or they've been uh, fell in love with them. I mean, come on, man. It's just been proven too much. It's been proven too much. Like what? All right. But odds are, um, if you're in this pump and dump game, you're exposing yourself to a whole bunch of shit that could go left. And if it goes left, which sometimes it never does, some dudes never go left. And some dudes, it goes left, and they end up getting robbed in, in Phoenix. Now, that's one out of many, but do you want to be that one? Mm. And then if you're that one, there's no hope for you. So that's what you have to look out for. And it's always the one where you've done something stupid. And many of us do stupid things. So anyway, shout out to you. I yeah, somebody says I'm valid by myself. I validate myself. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say to the women who watch me, there's not many women on my level. Not many. There's not many men on my level. <laughs> right? Let's just get that shit straight. So, ladies, don't be offended. All right. Some of these dudes try to come on my level. Pause. They try to be on my level. I'll be looking at them like, dude, look, let's just get this straight, man. <laughs> you ain't even close to CGA. Now, you might think you better than me. But I'm going to just let you know, the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the damn pudding. I mean, you can look at numbers. You can look at your looks. You can look at your quality of life. You can look at where you at. I can look at your portfolio. You can look at mine. There ain't even most dudes in. But now, let's get to the women. <laughs> let's get to the women. When it comes to women in the world, all right, there ain't that many that can help me out. There ain't many that can do a damn thing for me past just lying on their back, and that's it. Not many. That's just from my perspective. That's how I see it. That There ain't many. There ain't many I can need to send for. Not at this point in my life. <laughs> All right, sure, I can wax that ass for a quick second. But, but that about it. Ten toes up, and then, you know what? I think we're done. And even then, I'd be turning those down. Oh, by the way, and I got to say this. This is going on longer. Go to my local stream. Somebody remember on locals, if you if you looked on my local stream, if you were on this weekend, I showed you the type of people I turn down and the type of people I pick up. If you were there, you saw it and I showed you that's where I show my receipts. That's where I show my receipts. And I showed you there was a girl who was an IG booty model and I was like, nah, <laughs> I was like, eh. Remember that? Remember I showed you? I showed you the photo. 
but they think I'm hungry like the werewolf of London, but I'm not guided by my lust most of the time. Most of the time. I can look past that. But if you're not on there, yep, there you go. It says he ain't lying. No, it's on my coachgregadamslocals.com. I showed you. I show people. And people think I just take anything and I'm just, I'm just like, eh, okay, so you're hot. There's a bunch of hot chicks over here. I have access to them. Now what? And I was like, yep, hungry. They think I'm hungry like the werewolf of London. I ain't hungry like, sh I'm not that thirsty like that. So if you ain't benefiting me or it ain't going to make it quick or I can't give you a fast 150, 200, 300 to get the bottom of my hair, uh, stop bothering me. <laughs> but you guys will mess up your whole life out here for trying to get women to validate you. And not only that, what's worse, you try to get men to validate you based on some of these women that you claim to get. It's sad. You want male validation for getting women. Now, that right there is some suspect-ish. That's suspect. You want men to validate you. So what? You can sell a couple of five courses per month? That shit is whack. That's whack as hell. That's some reading rainbow ass shit. What, look at me, guys. I can get hot chicks. Okay, some dudes, some incels might fall for that shit. But you, you trying to, get, <laughs> you trying to get dudes to big up, big you up, and you past the age of twenty six, and you trying to get dudes to big you up on getting girls that you pay for or that you're wasting time on or that are ugly that you pump and dump and no receipts. <laughs> I can I can go hold on for it. We're gonna close the show. We're gonna close the show on that. We definitely gonna close the show on that. All right, hold on for a second. This sounds so so suspect-ish. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look, it's in a a reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Friends to know and ways to grow. A reading rainbow. I can be anything. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. Yes, indeed. Shout out to your local dating coach. Yes, indeed. Oh, that was going to play again. Locals link is right there on the screen. Can y'all see that? Members only content. Greg, Coach Greg Adams.locals.com. It's right there. It's right there on the screen. Shout out to you, brothers, man. We got to get up out of here. Enjoy the game and uh, appreciate y'all, brothers. We out of here. We out of here. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man.